0: Hello, my name is Price Van Ray. I am a divorced single dad, father of five kids. Welcome to my show. Hello and welcome back everybody. It's been a while, that's right, because I've been busy. Like a lot of you, the holidays are coming up, we're preparing, we're getting ready, and I am doing the same thing. So, I want everybody to know I'm doing well. I hope you guys are doing very well as well. And today, we're going to be talking about old-fashioned skills kids need to know. It's something they should know. And that being said, let's do the words of the day. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never hurt me. It's funny how I remember that from my childhood. And it's true, sticks and stones may break your bones. But I'm not sure if it's true about the names not hurting you. Because we have feelings. And as people, our feelings can get hurt. And when we hurt, we feel very bad. So, I say sticks and stones may break your bones and names will hurt you. But we have to realize we have to endure. We have to be strong. And sometimes there are going to be things in life where people may say some things and it will hurt your feelings, but like they say, this too will pass. This too will pass. So today we're going to be talking about old-fashioned skills that kids need to know, and I'm going to tell everybody this. There's a lot of them. There's a lot, forty plus. <laughs> I uh, I'm looking at a list right now, and. I'm going to tell you right now, these are things that kids should know. These are probably the forgotten things through the years that have been lost. You know, maybe like like playing hopscotch or patty cake. I, I don't see a lot of kids today playing hopscotch or patty cake. I, I see a lot of kids where well, they're on their phones and <laughs> they're plugged into the universal informational god, <laughs> the internet, which seems like that's what kids seem to worship nowadays. What, the the, the their phones, their um, video games, a lot of stuff, but as parents, we should probably sit there and say, hey, I want to teach my kids some of these skills, these old-fashioned skills, because one day... One day soon, because we grow very fast, they may need these skills, and it will help them. I mean, it can't hurt them, can it? N- nothing can really hurt them unless we maliciously hurt our kids. And I don't, I don't think any parent wants to do something like that. As a parent, we want to help our kids. We want to make sure our kids are going to be productive citizens of society, and you know, we want to make sure our kids have a fair chance in life. So, that being said, let's get to the first one. Now, I would say number one, number two, number three, but I don't have these numbered. These, these are things that will just pop up, just like in life. Things, things, things definitely do pop up unexpectedly in life, and it, it does happen. So, first thing, one of the old-fashioned skills kids should and need not to know is how to write a letter. <laughs> it sounds very simple, doesn't it? But do kids nowadays really write letters? Do they know how to take a piece of paper and a pen, or a pencil, or a crayon, or a marker, something? Sit down, formulate sentences, and write a letter. You know, write a letter to like their aunt, to their uncle, to a to a friend. Even even if you're religious and you celebrate Christmas, write a letter to Santa. I mean, I'm sure there, there's, there's many of you out there who have kids and maybe you, you said, I want to write a letter to Santa. But after that, do your kids really write letters? Do you know when the last time your child has actually sat down and said, Mom, Dad, I wrote a letter. I wrote a letter to Susie or Bob or or Brad or Terry. I wrote a letter. What do you think about it? It's amazing how just a simple letter, the act of taking time out of your life, your day, and putting an effort into writing a whole page, printing it, or using cursive writing, and then folding it up, putting a stamp on the envelope, taking it to the post office, dropping it in the mailbox, and knowing that on the other end, in a few days, somebody on the other end is going to open that letter and say, wow, look what I got. I got me a letter from such and such or who's he who. <laughs> so writing a letter can be very cool. It can be creative. I mean, you can draw right on the envelopes. And that's something I do when, when I write letters. I write letters to my kids. I will draw little animals or characters or cartoon characters mostly, right on the envelope. So my kids one day will say, hey, look what dad did. He took time out of his life to write me a letter and say, I love you. (laughs) So not that it's about me. I want it to be about you. Write those letters. Teach your kids. Teach them. Say, hey, guys, we're going to take a Saturday afternoon and we're going to sit down and I'm going to show you how to write a letter. And even though you may think it's simple, there is a thought process in there. There is a thought, you know. Dear so-and-so, my name is Price. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Well, well, I'm I'm writing you in regards to, and you know what the bottom line is? um, Your kids will grow up, and they'll probably have to write a letter to, if they choose to go to colleges, if they choose to get a loan Um, but you're going to be writing letters, job interview letters so it's really good I think to get your child into the habit of knowing how to write a letter knowing how to formulate those thoughts and you tell them one day you will be in a situation where you'll be writing some of these letters because it's important in life this is like an old fashioned skill, writing writing a letter (laughs) so the other one is uh, how to make a phone call. You know, a lot of kids today they they they'll say they'll hop on their phone and or they'll tell their phone to call this person or they'll FaceTime, but to make a phone call, you know, when I was a kid, we had different phones. We had what was called a rotary dial phone, which was like a circle, and in the circle there were other circles, and you would you would spin your finger in the circles and Every circle had a designated position for a number. Um, my dad threw out the old-fashioned phone. I'm, I'm I'm sort of upset about that because it would have been cool to keep those vintage phones, especially the ones that I had since I was a kid. But that's neither here nor there. But you know, when you make a phone call, you uh, you know, you say hi. My name is Price Van Ray. I'm calling in regards of this. Uh, who am I talking to? Now you've already said who you were, and you've said what the call is about, and then you you're just asking who this is, or who do I have the pleasure of talking to? And you want to teach your kids when to make when they make a phone call, to be cordial, to be polite, not to be screaming like, "Who is this?" My name is Price Van Rye. (laughs) You don't want to sound like a crazy person. You want to sound like you have some sense. You want to make sure the person on the other line can clearly understand what you're saying, can hear all your words, that you're not muffling your words, that you're actually talking like you have sense. Very clear, very precise, very to the point, and not babbling. Not try, try not to go, um, uh, yeah, yeah, because, you know, those, when you do stuff like that, the O's and the Ah's, that can be distracting. Making a phone call is very important because you may want to return a phone call. Somebody very important may have wanted to contact you, and you're returning the call, you want to make sure you leave a great impression because, in life, that's what you want to do. Leave, leave a good impression. Who wants to wake up and say, I can't wait to make a bad impression. I can't wait for them to have the worst, the absolutely worst impression of me ever. That's right. You can have that worst impression and you know what? I don't really care. <laughs> nobody, nobody wants that. Nobody wants a bad, bad image, especially over the phone. Because the bottom line is they can't see you. And, oh. Although I don't know if this is on the list, you know, pe- people unfortunately judge you by how you look. So, you know, because they can't see you, the only way they know you is from your voice. So you want to make sure you sound like you have some sense, not like "yo, hey, yay, did that right, hey." I'm talking to you. You don't want to be yelling. Don't yell. Don't go. Don't muffle your words like "right, right." you know and i'm going to be honest with you there are times when i'm i wake up and i'm so groggy but i know i have to make a phone call and i should not make a phone call when i'm half asleep because then i sound groggy like hello wh- who's this i'm just returning your phone call you don't want to sound like that they're like who is this person they just wake up <laughs> uh yeah you did just wake up so that's you don't want that <laughs> and you want to teach your kids how to take a message. Do, do you think taking a message is easy? No, you have to listen. I remember when I was a kid, my, my mom said, when you take a message, well, first, when you answer the phone, you say, hi, this is the Ray's residence. How can I help you? You know. But when, when you take a message, you want to say, okay, so what's this message about? So let's say a doctor says, Well, your mom has an appointment tomorrow, Tuesday at 9 o'clock with Dr. Epstein. And we just want to confirm it and make sure she's going to be here on time. Make sure your kid says, okay, says, well, first gets all the information. Just doesn't say, okay, and not write it down. When I was growing up, my, my mom, she had a pen and a paper right next to the phone. And she said, listen, when you take a message, you write it here so I get it. And that was very good practice because I would sit there and I'd I'd answer the phone and I'd make sure I got every detailed, got every detail down. Now, come on, I I was a kid, so obviously there's probably going to be some details that I do miss. But it's not like you're not trying, and as long as you get the phone number from the last person, you say, "Hey, this and that." Although I'm going to be honest with you right now, this is when I was a kid. Nowadays, um. Everybody has a phone, it seems like. So they leave voice messages, but this is just in case. Just in case, let's say you're in the shower, you're indisposed, you're in the basement. Your phone rings, you tell your child, listen, I'm going to leave my phone up here. If somebody calls, you answer it and you tell them. You take a message. Tell them, I'll, I'll get right back to them how to take a message. And it's always a good skill. It's always a good skill because it will help you in the future. Not only taking a message on a phone. But taking a message from somebody, somebody comes to the door. Hi, uh, I'm, I'm selling vacuum cleaners, <laughs> and I I stopped by because because uh, one of your parents or your parent and called me up and told me, hey, they were interested in a vacuum, so here's my information. So you know they give you a card, but you also take their information, which which is good. So teach your kids how to take that message. <laughs> Another thing is how to converse with an elder. I'm going to be honest with you. When you get older, when you get in your ripe golden years, let's say you've been blessed, blessed to be on this planet for 80, 90, 100 years, Um, and you want to talk to somebody older, I'm going to be honest with you. People who are older like that, they are so full of information, of history. It's unbelievable. And if your child chooses to um, chooses to talk to somebody of historical value, hey let's face it they can get a lot of information you know you say hey this is how you talk to somebody who's older and you tell your your child you you don't you don't talk to them like one of your friends like "Hey what's up how's it going?" You looking at me? <laughs> no. You want to say, Hi, for example, hi, Mrs. Henderson, how are you? And they'll say, Oh my goodness, this this fine young individual is talking to me. I, I'm doing well, Miss Henderson will say. Well, Miss Henderson, it's a very nice day, isn't it? Miss Henderson will be surprised and say, My God, this this child knows how to have a conversation. Yes, yes, child, it is a very nice day. How's your day going? Well, Miss Henderson, my day is going very well. I woke up, my, my my mom made me breakfast, and I went to school. I did some work, and I came home, and now I have the pleasure of talking to you, Miss Henderson. Can you imagine how somebody in their golden years would feel if somebody took the time out of their day to just converse with them and say, how are you? You are important to me it makes somebody feel special it makes them feel like they're worth a lot and i'm going to be honest with you it's it, it 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 is very very good so i i think it's you know i think it's really good when you can talk to somebody who who can uh, give you a lot of information you can spend some time with them everything like that I, I, I want to get to this one. You want to teach your child how how to play with a baby. Now, playing with a baby is a lot different than a child playing with somebody their own age. Because the bottom line is, um, a child a child is a child is. Uh, they don't know their own strength, first of all, and and they don't know where the limits are, what they and cannot do, as far as playing. <clears throat> so, you know, if you have a baby around, you you know you know for well that they can't um, play soccer with a baby <laughs> because they'll probably hurt the baby, and you don't want the baby getting hurt. Um, you know that they can't. Let me see. Well, they shouldn't play just dangerous games or anything like that. Because you want to teach your kid, hey, these are, you know, these are babies and you have to be very, very gentle with them. So, that being said, you have to know your own strength. You have to know that when it comes to a baby, there's a way you can play with them. There's a way you can't play with them. Because if you play too rough with them, my goodness, you're, you're going to hurt them. And you don't want that. You definitely do not want that. You want to make sure your, your child says, Mom, Dad, I know how to play with a baby because you taught me. And I will be very gentle. You want to teach them that no matter what happens, you will be careful, and they won't be in any danger. So that's that's something else that's very very important. Teach your child safety. You know, um, I remember when I was a kid in school, we had like a, I think what the, I forget what the class was. It was like a sewing class, but they taught us how to sew bur- buttons. They taught us how to sew. But I remember my mom, we had a button jar, and she taught me how to sew a button. I remember some of my shirts, the buttons just fell off. I don't know if it's the time or the error. Maybe the clothes weren't made that great. But the bottom line is uh, the button had to be sewn on. So I'd go through the button jar. We had a big button man jar, and it had so many buttons. I'd find the button that looks like it, and then I'd sew the button on. Um. Many times I stuck my finger and it hurt. I, I was bleeding. But I mean this is one of those trial and error things, so you have to you have to learn. And my mom, my mom taught me a lot of things. She taught me how to sew that button on, and to this day I still know how to sew a button onto my stuff. And that's a good thing because these are skills you definitely, definitely need. So that being said, I just want to tell you, these these are very important things that a child should know, and I'm sure one day you will teach your kids these same things, because these are old-fashioned things, and these are, these are just um, simple things, but there's a lot more, and I think I'm going to do a lot more shows on this, because... I th- I think it's good. I do think it's good if we know this stuff. But until then, we have something to think about and ponder in our thoughts. And that being said, now it's story time. There was a prince who was besotted with his own beauty. If any travelers came to the palace, he would ask them, Have you ever seen anyone as handsome as me? No one ever had. One day, a traveler said to him, I don't think there could be anyone in the whole world as good-looking as you. I don't think even a god could be as handsome. This made the prince very happy, and he went around telling everyone that he was more handsome than any god. One day he had two visitors who identified themselves as gods. "'We have come to see if you are as handsome as you claim,' they explained. "'Aren't I?' he asked. "'We visited you earlier in the day.' "'When you were asleep,' said one of the gods. "'You were more handsome then.' "'How could my looks decline within a few hours?' said the prince. He turned to his servants. "'Did I look better in the morning?' he inquired. "'You look the same,' said his servants. "'We are gods,' said one of the visitors. "'We can see what your servant cannot. "'Their vision is imperfect and we'll prove it to you. "'Bring a bowl of water.' "'A bowl of water was brought. "'The gods asked the servants to study it closely "'and then leave the room. "'When they were gone, "'he removed half a spoonful of water from the bowl. "'Then the servants were called back in.' Is there any change in the bowl of water?" asked the god. None, said the servants. They cannot see that the water has been diminished, said the god, just as they cannot see that your beauty has deteriorated. The prince was shaken. He thought, my beauty is diminished by the day? It is short-lived. Why am I besotted by something so fleeting? I should concern myself with that which is eternal. He never again looked into a mirror, and in course of time, he renounced his throne and became a monk. (laughs) Well, I guess those gods taught him a little bit of wisdom. That beauty only lasts so long, and there's more things in life more beautiful than outer looks. It's inner beauty. So, I want to thank you for joining me today. If you enjoyed this podcast, you can download any of my podcasts, Morning, Noon, and Night, and hear it all over the world. (laughs) That's right, and on the internet. It'd be great if you could uh, stay until the end of the show and listen to what we have to say. I want to thank all of you for listening today. It's been great, and don't forget to be nice and talk nice to everyone you see. It's free. Don't be a jerk. (laughs) And remember this one last bit of advice tomorrow is never promised. So don't go to bed angry at your child or anyone you love. And before you go to bed tonight, hug your child and tell them, I will love you forever, dad. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining me here today. Let's do it again. I'll see you next time here on my show. Be well, be kind, be back. Peace. And I will see you later. I am out of here. Bye. Have a great week.